Thank you for listening to the Matt's Movie Reviews podcast, available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Stitcher. Also, please follow Matt's Movie Reviews on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Reddit, Instagram, and MeWe. And of course, be sure to visit mattsmoviereviews.net for the latest reviews, top 10 lists, and more. Now, on to the show. Well, let me see if we can do this first because I'm in Texas and I've got two events and they're selling a lot more quickly than we thought. The bookseller who was here sold out. Do you think you can get a box to Texas by Tuesday? Yeah, Richard Wall. Well, I'm her husband. I'm the, she's, she died. Unfortunately, Carol Wall is unable to join us today, but we are delighted to introduce Dick Wall, her husband, who will be speaking on her behalf. Your family and friends will never die. Everybody's gonna be all right tonight. She was a great wife, mother, teacher, and she was a great writer, always. And she always wanted to do something just like this. I'm on kind of a mini book tour. They sent me on like a mini book tour. They're looking at the book and they're looking at me and I've got to tell them I'm here because she died. Well, hell, that's sort of a downer. You don't get over Losing a spouse, you cannot be cured from lots of things, but you can heal. It is the insidious palace lie that we get over the most serious losses in our lives. Is that good news, bad news, or both? I think it's both. Hello and welcome to the Matt's Movie Reviews Podcast. I am your host, Matthew Pekovich, and this is episode number 439. Releasing in live and virtual cinemas across the US is The Bookkeepers, a documentary that follows Dick Wall, a widower who keeps his late wife, Carol's, dream alive by becoming the spokesperson for her then recently released book after her death, resulting in a nationwide book tour. A tender and charming exploration into grief that reveals a love story at its core. The Bookkeepers is directed by Phil Wall, the son of Dick and Carol, who I'm glad to say joins me now on podcast. Phil, I thank you so very much for your time today. Matt, thank you very much. It's really interesting just reading up about um, The Bookkeepers. So initially, from what I understand, you were on the road with your dad, not as a documentarian as such but you were there to kind of like just shoot some content for for the book tour um you've already did that before when your when your mother carol was, was still alive in condolences by the way in regards to to her loss um you already shot some content you were kind of there more kind of like help out with the with the, with the tour and and get mm-hmm. some you know visuals out there but when did it kind of come to you realize to you that you know hey I could have like something bigger here. I could have a, a feature documentary. Is that something that came about rather early in the process of those miles clocked um, with your dad, or is that something that came a little later in, in, the, in the journey? The, the short answer is, it's, it's, is that it's something that came later. Um, the, the longer answer is 
um, uh, of course, losing my mother. And thank you for, for, for saying that, uh, um, was a huge thing. And so I did have what I felt inside of me was just this huge, um, compulsion, um, to do something to help. And, uh, of course, losing someone is, um, uh, as, as I've learned from so many people, it's, it's, it's something that really just dominates your your life and your psyche and your heart, and it's it's hard um, to experience. And uh, I'm not the only person who has had that constantly on my mind uh, for long periods of time. And so when I was out with my dad, uh, where I was just like you said, supporting this book tour, thinking, okay, I'll continue what we're doing with trying to create promotional material for mom's book, because we want to continue that work and we believe in its message. Um, uh, what happened to me was people would come up to me after these events where my dad would speak and we would have these um, intimate conversations where they would share with me even briefly the story of someone they loved who they had lost and it totally floored me how that impacted me and how much that helped me and how um i needed that and it and and it's something i can't explain um it's just what happened to me um and so then that's when these two sort of worlds collided, which was this interior world of me thinking this is the most significant moment in my life, losing my mother. Um, and that sort of collided with this external connection I was having with these strangers who were opening up something inside of me that was sparking kind of a healing process. Mm. And so I thought like, wow, all they did was just tell me their story and it helped me. And here I am with people asking me and giving me the opportunity to tell a story um, because we have sort of this entree of this book that my mom wrote and people are sort of um, interested and hearing about, well, you know, wow, that's, that's incredible that your mom wrote this. And whoa, that's, that's so sad that she died right after it was published. And they would want to hear us talk about it. Um, and we're not the only people who are thinking about the person that we lost. And so uh, the longer answer that I just gave you is <laughs> that that it's it's those people who sort of brought that out in me and made me feel like one i'm so blessed that when i was in that time where my mind was spinning on this one idea of losing my mother that people were constantly asking me to speak about it yeah and in some way that was such a blessing to have not everybody gets that and I know everybody's thinking about the person they lost. So part of making the film came out of this regard that I have for all of those people who shared with me. And it's out of a respect 
for that exchange. Um, and, uh, and so it is to, it is in some ways honoring, it certainly honors my mom and the themes of her book and my dad and what I learned from him, but it's also about, uh, uh, just sort of the community that uh, the community that we live in where, where we all have this loss uh, um, and need to be able to support each other and what storytelling can do uh, for the healing process. And so I felt a compulsion because of losing my mother, but then I, then I started to feel this responsibility of having this opportunity to tell a story and, um, and wanting to capture that exchange somehow uh, and hope that it would spark uh those stories and that type of sharing and other people who saw the film. What I, something I really loved about the film was the aspect of your father as a storyteller. Um, he tells these, these stories um, about how he met your mom and how he was a long hair radicalized Catholic in the South, which uh, at this time he, he said like, you know, the, the uh, attitudes towards um, Catholics and the Catholic church was no, no, like one step away from witchcraft, you know, with the, <laughs> with the Latin mass still prominent at that time, et cetera. Yeah, um, yeah. I always find it fascinating when I talk to my, my own father about his background. Um, he's an immigrant from Croatia, um, came here in 1969. And he tells me stories about his time um, in what was the former Yugoslavia and it's a kind of stories that I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just the the, the movie uh, film fan in me that I just I, I I always give it a cinematic approach in my head. I can imagine as as a film, and, and mm-hmm. my mother's stories are the same. When it comes to your dad's stories, like the ones that he shares in this documentary, prior to the experience of what happened with your mum and in the book tour and and the developing of this documentary, have you heard those stories before? Was this kind of the first time you were hearing? Uh, these stories about um, his his earlier life with your mum and the whole thing with the the game winning shot as him as a basketball right. player, which come kind of, which pretty much sealed the deal of him getting um, you know getting your mum to kind of take him seriously as, as a man uh, in a very right. kind of football football heavy uh, uh, southern uh, culture, which he was kind of like uh, uh, just a little out of step of at the time. Yeah, no, it's not the uh, the. Um... I knew those stories. And for example, my dad making a game winning shot uh, to win the school's first high school's first ever district championship. That's, you know, lore in my house. That's why, you know, when I was eight years old, that's my understanding of why I existed was because that shot went in. Mm. Um, And so I knew these stories, but the process of going through the book tour uh, and and honestly, really editing the film became more about actually observing the stories and seeing and kind of seeing them from a different light, um, as if I were someone else, and and wanting to um, wanting to bring the audience into uh, what it what it was like for me to grow up and hear the repetition of those stories and eventually see them in a different way. And so in the film, there is that repetition um, where you hear a little bit of the story and then 20 minutes later, you hear it again, but a little bit more of the story and Mm. and you've also built a little bit more context. And so I thought that was interesting, especially because when you think of grief, and nostalgia 
it's sometimes um, uh, we find ourselves repeating the same things, repeating the same thoughts, repeating the same stories. And, and some days that's good. And some days it's really frustrating. And so the editing process really um, made me look at those family stories in a different way. Uh, I shouldn't say made me, it allowed me yeah. uh, the chance to look at those stories in a different way and appreciate them and, and accept and accept them and accept that I'm going to continue to hear them over and over. And my dad's going to deliver that line. And you know what? It's fun. And, um, uh, you know, I, I, I don't think that... Um, that uh, uh, because a, a shot went in, that that's why my me and my brother and sister exist. Um, um, but uh, that's a much better story than uh, than probably the reality. You know, I mean, mm. it's a, it's a fun thing to say. So, so I did know those stories, um, and the film gave me an opportunity. Well, the tour gave me an opportunity to see really like how. Um, how my dad's uh, character uh, characteristics um, um, come through and how he tells those stories. He's really a person, and I admire this, he's someone who believes like in magic, mm. you know, no matter what happens, he's, he's, he's such an optimistic person. And that's, that's something that, that, um, that, I came to really value over the course of this experience traveling with him and then reflecting on all of the, all of the things that I captured that end up being in the film. Um, because, you know, I mean, he's my dad and I, and I've seen him in lots of different contexts uh, and, and my mother too. Um, and this was a way of, you know, it's a personal narrative for, for sure. Um, but it's also, kind of has an observational um observational documentary principles behind it um that uh, that helped me um really really come to a better have a better relationship uh with with my parents the Matt's Movie Reviews Podcast is brought to you by 80s Tees. 80s Tees is an online retailer of licensed t-shirts and pop culture gear from your favorite movies, TV shows, cartoons, video games, comic books, and musicians. Celebrate your inner 80s nerd and click on the link in the show notes below to get the raddest retro t-shirts delivered to your door. The Matt's Movie Reviews Podcast is brought to you by Loot Crate. Founded in 2012, Loot Crate is the worldwide leader in fan subscription boxes. Loot Crate partners with industry leaders in entertainment, gaming, sports, and pop culture to deliver monthly themed crates, produce interactive experiences in digital content, and film original video productions. No matter what you geek out about, Loot Crate has a subscription box for you. To get your very own exclusive collectibles, apparel, and gear delivered to your door, be sure to click on the link in the show notes below. The Matt's Movie Reviews Podcast is brought to you by TeePublic. TeePublic is the world's largest marketplace for independent creators to sell their work on the highest quality merchandise. With over 1.2 million designs, TeePublic is sure to have something you will love. It's interesting how throughout the film, your father kind of like evolves, kind of like as he, he, he 
I think at the start of the of the tour, or is the start of the on the movie, he he's, he kind of like he's getting his feet underneath him in regards to how to be kind of like a spokesman for this book, how to kind of mm-hmm. present the book and his stories and such. And from what I understand, the book tour was what two hundred and twenty five events in over thirty states, which is a lot of yeah. people to talk to, a lot of rooms, a lot of miles on the road. And as he's doing that, he's He's kind of developing almost kind of like this shtick, you know, like he's got his his stories down, he's got the antidotes down, he knows exactly when to hit the beats, he knows exactly when to who to quote, etc. And by the end of it, he's almost kind of like a world oil machine. And it kind of goes back to that um that old adage, which um people say you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, I don't believe that's true whatsoever. I think that you know, life is there to be lived until the very end and there's always something new to learn and new to experience. And it seems to me, just watching a documentary, that this is something that your father most definitely did do. He kind of, even though he was a very uh, accomplished man in his own right, he kind of like right. learned something new there. He became, you know, almost like a, a, a spokesperson for this book. And I think he's learned a, a new skill. I'm sure you watching that would have been very uh, kind of like uh, amazed to uh, watch that uh, develop as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I knew, I knew I played basketball for him growing up in high school. And so I knew he could talk, you know, I knew he could command a room. Um, and, um, but, uh, certainly, uh, um, he, you know, we don't know anything about, I mean, my mom was a writer um, yeah. and, and this was really her first, this was the first book that she published. Um, and so we didn't really know anything about the book publishing world. Um, and, and, um, and I think like, yeah, he did learn these new things and, and, and also though it, it is, he was able to do that because of kind of what he constantly practices, which is this optimism, which is this kind of open heart. And he's able to cultivate these relationships and kind of, um, pivot when something's not working out in, into a new, into a different way of thinking about something, um, um, you know, that, that ends up being uh, a positive. And that's one great thing about, about him that I think, you know, in some ways, yeah, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Like I, what comes to my mind when someone says that is kind of like, yeah, it's, you know, your, your strengths and your weaknesses kind of stick with you um, um, on a spectrum, you know, over time. And so you can really see that come through, uh, when you, when you look at, you know, someone and God bless my dad for letting me make this film. That's night, like 89 minutes of really just him on the screen. Mm. Right. And so you're really looking at him for a really long time and, and, um, and, and so you get to sort of, and see him from my perspective. Um, and I think that kind of, for me, when I talked about earlier about what it did for my relationship, it helped my relationship with him because, you know, there are things that I worried about, especially when my mom died. Um, and I've heard other people talk about the loss of a parent. When you worry about the, the survivor, if you will, the one who is left and wonder what are they going to do? Right. And so a lot of that process was like kind of to what you're just saying, which is you're constantly learning, you're constantly living your life. I mean, so I sort of learned to kind of stay in my lane in in a way to be like, yeah, I mean, the guy's a great guy. He's going to, he's, he's going to try really hard to make this happen. He's not going to give up. Um, He's going to hit some walls and he's going to turn around and turn it into a positive and he's going to be optimistic. And so those things like aren't a surprise to me. 
Um, and in a way that that's how he grows. And it's those characteristics that he's possessed all along that are the characteristics that in the end um, um, are, are redemptive um, in, in a way. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it's just kind of, it's amazing that, that I've had the opportunity to really um, spend that time with him and spend that time kind of thinking about, about him in this way. It's interesting as well how there's a, um, a, a theme that prop comes up in, in the movie quite a bit and your father talks about it and your mother did as well in, in her interviews and that's the notion of a plan B. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always a plan B and it's usually, I think, from, from my take on it, it's like a transition kind of thing. Um, on, on one end, when it comes to, say, life and death, and, and there's a quote that your father has in the film where, um, when speaking of your mother, he, he, he said that um, her spiritual being finished um, the human part of her existence, which is a very Christian theological kind of like a, a, a viewpoint on it, himself being a Catholic man and myself being right. Catholic as well. I, I, I very much, um, you know, subscribe to the same kind of viewpoint. But the other plan B as well is in regards to the nature of grieving and, 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 and not necessarily letting go because I think it was your dad who says in the movie, like, no one really does get over a loss. You know, you don't get over a loss. Yeah, it's always going to be, be there. Awful? Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you can do that. I mean, I remember he, he was saying, like, a friend of his came up to him and was like, so uh, are you – are you over it now? And he's just like, what, what the hell, man? Like, it doesn't happen that way, you know? But it's right. not about that. It's just about moving forward. Um, and, and we see in the movie that this does happen. That whole nature of a, kind of like a plan B, um, how does that kind of, for yourself, Bill, does, how does that kind of lie with you as a person, but also as a filmmaker? Because I imagine that being a filmmaker, especially a documentarian, having a plan B, a plan C, a plan D, um, you know, is such a vital way to to move forward with your projects and with your life. And they're just, a, I think it's a really good way to kind of like look at things. You know, you, you always, you can't be content and staying in the one place and you can't be content and giving up. You need a, you need to move forward and you have to evolve as a person and as a, as a you know, I guess in the context your father saying before, as, as a spiritual being as well. Yeah. And the, what comes to mind is, uh, you know, my, one of the things that, that, uh, we used to do my dad, when we had basketball practice, he would, one of our thoughts of the day, he'd have us every day before practice, we'd do a thought of the day. And one that was repeated a few times, um, was, uh, um, you know, he would say, okay, if you made a, if we made a list of everything that was working for us, working well for us and made a list of everything that was going wrong, the list of what was going wrong would be a whole lot longer. Yeah. Um, and that's not, but that's not what it's about. You know, what, for, for me as a documentarian um, uh, and even in when I've done commercial work for clients and stuff, you know, it's only about what you capture. It's only, you know, you if you miss the shot, it's not that kind of film. I mean, that's it. Like you, you can only use what it is that you have uh, and the opportunities that you have. Um, and so the, the, the kind of the plan B thing, I mean, it really does, it really does resonate with me just because that's all I know. Um, that's what my mom did uh, in, in her writing. I, I got to see her career evolve. She was an English teacher and she raised us at home. She was always there for us and she was, was a writer and she had, 
you know, multiple novels that were agented, but, but never published. Um, but it was always, you know, ready. She was always shifting to the next opportunity. And so that's just, that's an incredible experience to have had growing up and understanding kind of like that there's really no failure um, um, in, in kind of this space. You know, I mean, The Bookkeepers is not at all the film that I set out to make. Mm. I didn't really set out to make um, a film about my dad going through this process, but it's the film that I, that I ended up seeing um, when I sat down to evaluate uh, what I had. Um, and I think that that's, that that's the project that brings more value to other people than the one that is uh, what I set out to do, which was kind of like more about losing my mom. Um, and so it's not really to me, like, I don't really think about it as moving forward. I think about it as like, um, creating momentum mm -hmm. for yourself and for other people and, and being, uh, productive in a way, you know, like, a, I wanted to create this film, not to, not to have another, you know, film under my belt. I, I wanted to make something that was meaningful and that would impact other people in a positive way. I mean, you know, if you wanted to make a real successful film, I probably should have done something different. Um, but this is the one that I, that I felt was the opportunity that was presented to me. And I had sort of, you know, couldn't control the, the, the urge to, to do it and to follow through because yeah, I can't explain it. But so, yeah, I mean, I think, I think that that, you know, plan B plan C, I mean, you know, it's just, it's a constant, um, um, you know, it's a constant flow uh, when we're in relationships, when we're in relationships with the work that we're doing, um, and it's designed under constraint, you know, and, and so being able to adapt and being able to, um, see those opportunities, um, because it's only about, you know, the yeses and it's only about, uh, what works. And, um, some, some of those people, you know, say happy accidents. I mean, I think the bookkeepers for what it lacks and kind of, um, uh, I mean, you saw the film, I think it's very raw technically in certain ways because of how it had to be shot or how it was shot. But I think as a result, you get an intimacy that I never could have achieved um, had I been more prepared to capture a feature documentary film. Uh, and so I'm grateful, I'm grateful kind of um, to not be able to execute plan A because that would have been boring. And bookkeepers is anything but boring. I tell you right now, it's incredibly intimate. It's going to be tender. I'd say also charming movie as well. It's got its own oh, its own charm to it as well, which I thought was makes it such an engrossing watch. Um, and you say before about the, you know, I think what you did really great great job in post production as well. I just love the the, the collage of imagery that the, the film has, um, especially being on the road. I'm sure there's a lot of kind of footage that you would have had and the way that you put it all together. Um, and along with the story of, of your parents, I think you did a terrific job here. And for everyone listening, uh, The Bookkeepers, releasing uh, tomorrow in the US, so both in live and virtual cinemas. So I recommend everyone yep. go to Facebook 
and type in the Bookkeepers documentary, or you could also find it at Bookkeepers Movie. And the um, Facebook page is constantly being updated. I, I'm just looking now. There's already lots of um, dates in a lot of different places, Q&A screenings as well. You can also yeah. go to bookkeepers.movie um, and uh, find uh, that's the website. So those are the two main um, places I think I think to go to to check out where the bookkeepers is going to come near you. And I do recommend that people uh, do check out the bookkeepers. Um, um, you know, make this your plan A and your plan B um, <laughs> and, and check out the film. And um, Phil Wall, I, I thank you so very much for your time today. Congratulations with the movie. I think um, you and your father really took something that could have been very hard uh, for yourselves and your family and made something incredibly beautiful and and um, and timeless uh, with uh, with from that. And uh, I congratulate you on that in the movie. And um, hopefully uh, we talk again soon. It's been a pleasure talking to you today. Matt, thank you so much. The pleasure is mine. And I'm, I'm so happy that that we got to connect and, um, and truly appreciate you um, telling folks about the movie. Thank you.